Story 15 of Uncle Wiggily's Fortune. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kathy Reynolds, Albany, New York. Uncle Wiggily's Fortune by Howard R. Garris. Story 15, Uncle Wiggily and Kate Did. Well, what are we going to do today? asked the grasshopper of Uncle Wiggily as they sat down to breakfast one sunny morning after a rain the night before. Oh, I suppose I must keep on searching for some gold or diamonds for my fortune, answered the old gentleman rabbit. But I am getting quite tired of going around so much and finding nothing. I'll keep it up a week or so longer, and then, if I don't find any money, I'm going back home anyhow. I'm quite lonesome for Sammy and Susie Littletail and all of my friends. When you go home, I hope that I can go with you, said the grasshopper, sort of sad-like. I'll be sorry when you leave me. Of course you can come along, answered Uncle Wiggily kindly, as he flopped his long ears back and forth. Then he and the grasshopper finished their breakfast, washed the acorn cups and saucers, and shook the crumbs off the green leaf which they had used for a tablecloth. And pretty soon, a whole lot of little black ants crawled along and ate up all the crumbs so that nothing was wasted. "'Well, here we go!' cried the old gentleman rabbit cheerfully as he picked up his barber pole crutch and slung his valise over his shoulder. Then he hopped off, and so did the grasshopper, singing a funny little song on the way and also playing the fiddle with his left hind leg. The song went something like this. Here we go, fast and slow, hopping on our way. In heat and cold we look for gold, which we may find some day. Sing a song not too long, cheerful, gay, and bright. When wide awake we eat sweet cake, and then we sleep all night. Hipping, hopping, without stopping, we sing and do not cry. Skip and jump around the pump. Now we'll say goodbye. Why, what in the world did you say that for? asked Uncle Wiggily of the grasshopper as the insect finished his song. There is no one here to whom we can say goodbye and not a sign of a pump. I know it, but you see, I'm just making believe, replied the cheerful little fellow, turning one somersault and part of another one. Oh, then that's different, agreed the old gentleman rabbit, as he stooped over to take a stone out of his shoe. And just as he did so, there came bouncing down out of a tall tree a big green hickory nut, and it almost hit Uncle Wiggily on the end of his twinkling nose. Hmm, exclaimed the grasshopper as he crawled under a big leaf in order to be out of danger. Someone is throwing things at us. I wonder who it can be. I don't know, answered the rabbit. And then he and the grasshopper looked up in a tree, but they could see no one. So they went on a little farther, and pretty soon Uncle Wiggily got another stone in his shoe. He stooped over to take it out when slam-bang! Down came a green butternut this time, and it struck him on the end of his left ear. This must stop, cried the old gentleman rabbit. If it doesn't, the first thing we know there will be coconuts falling down on us, and then we will be hurt. Oh, I think there are no monkeys around here to throw coconuts at us, said the grasshopper, but this is certainly very strange. Perhaps it is the alligator or the fuzzy fox up in a tree trying to hurt us by throwing the little nuts. 
Perhaps, agreed Uncle Wiggily. Well, we will hurry on and get out of these woods. So they hurried all they could. But as it happened, the grasshopper got a big wooden splinter in his left front leg, and it took him and Uncle Wiggily quite a while to get it out. And when at last they did so, it was almost night. They were hopping along, looking for a place to sleep in the woods, when all of a sudden down came a big black walnut, and it hit Uncle Wiggily's crutch, bouncing off with a bang. "'Who did that?' cried the rabbit, looking up as well as he could in the darkness. "'Who threw that nut?' "'Katie did!' cried a shrill voice up in a tree. "'Katie did!' "'Oh, she did, eh?' exclaimed the old gentleman rabbit. "'Well, I always thought Katie was a nice little girl. "'I can't believe she'd throw anything at me. "'It's not possible.' "'Katie did! She did!' cried the voice in the tree again. "'Oh, would you ever think such a thing of her?' asked the grasshopper, who was quite excited. "'No, I wouldn't,' declared Uncle Wiggily sad-like. Where does Katie live, he went on. Perhaps if I speak to her and tell her how unpleasant it is to have nuts thrown at one, she won't do it again. Where does she live? Katie did, Katie did, Katie did, was all the voice said. Of course, I know that by this time, said Uncle Wiggily. But where does she live? Whereabouts in these woods? Katie did, Katie did, cried the voice again. Ah, I see, exclaimed the grasshopper. That means she once did live here, but that she has moved away. That must be it. Then I'm glad of it, spoke the rabbit. I hope she doesn't come back to throw any more things at us. Do you think she will? And he looked up in the tree to see who had been talking so about Katie. Katie did, Katie did, was all the answer there was. But all of a sudden, there was a rustling in the bushes, and out into the moonlight, which was then shining in the forest, there came a little white pussycat with four legs and a long tail. Oh, dear, she cried. I'm Katie, and I heard what you all said about me, but I didn't do it at all. I didn't throw a thing at you, Uncle Wiggily, or at the grasshopper either. I wouldn't do such a thing. Oh, how can you believe it? I didn't do it at all. Katie did, Katie did, cried the shrill voice up in the treetop. Katie did, she did. Ha hum, cried the old gentleman rabbit. This must be looked into. If Katie didn't do it, we mustn't have her talked about that way. Come, Mr. Grasshopper, we'll see who's calling out about Katie so much. But just as the rabbit was helping the grasshopper to climb up the tree to see who it was that had been calling, all of a sudden out from behind a stump there sprang a savage fox who wanted to eat up Uncle Wiggily and the pussy and the grasshopper also. But the rabbit happened to see a hole in the ground. Quick! "'Jump down here, all of you!' he cried, and he helped the pussy and the grasshopper to get into the hole where they would be safe from the fox. And as they disappeared underground, the voice up in the treetop cried once more, "'Katie did! Katie did!' "'Oh, ho! I'll put a stop to that tomorrow,' declared Uncle Wiggily. "'Don't cry, Katie, dear. I'll see that whoever is bothering you will stop.' Then the little white pussy dried her tears, and the three friends slept safely in the hole, all night, and the fox did not bother them a bit. And the next day Uncle Wiggily found out who was calling to Katie and who threw the nuts at him. And I'll tell you about it on the next page when the story will be about Uncle Wiggily and Katie didn't. That is, if the trolley car doesn't run up on the front stoop and break the rocking chair's arms so I can't sing the rag doll to sleep. End of Uncle Wiggily and Kate Did <laughs>